Hi everyone, this is Cameron Potts, VP of Corporate Communications at Deluxe, and we're here for another episode of Solutions Exchange by Deluxe. You know, at first it was 500 cakes, then it went up to 900 cakes, and then it got to 1,200 cakes. Hey everyone, this is Cam Potts, VP of Corporate Communications at Deluxe, and we're doing another one of our Solutions Exchange podcasts where we share insights for small business owners um, from marketing and along with small business owners themselves. Uh, today, we're, we're thrilled to have with us uh, Bill Hanish, who owns uh, Hanish Bakery in Red Wing, Minnesota. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about, you know, how he's, he and his business have been able to survive uh, the last few months of uh, COVID-19, but also some of the unique things um, that he's done to help support um, the high school kids in his community. So, Bill, thanks, thanks uh, for being here. Not a problem at all. Glad to join you. Awesome. So, Bill, let's let's talk a little bit first uh, before we get into some of the unique things that you and uh, your 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 staff has done uh, with helping high school kids. But um, the, the the last few months have been you know really challenging for you know the restaurant, the bakery industry. What have you done in order to uh, help help your business survive uh, since you know about the middle of March? Uh, a lot of reading, uh, a lot of paperwork, and sometimes praying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a, a roller coaster, honestly, of emotions. It's you know going into this, it was really not knowing what to expect, and then once the shutdowns hit it was really a, a drastic drop off of everything and um, just really trying to figure out how to go forward and, and keep uh, as many of our employees employed as possible. Yeah. And, and you also, you know, your, your business is unique in that, you know, you have a storefront bakery, um, but you also s- supply a lot of the, you know, the restaurants, uh, you know, I think the hotels and things around you, um, and and that must have been you know something that kind of fell off a cliff uh, I think during this or, or or am I mistaken? Oh no, definitely. We we're we're actually fortunate. We actually have I would say four different businesses here. We as property owners, I have rental units, so I had to work with a couple renters on some renting issues. Uh, but then we have our retail bakery, which was able to essentially stay open. There's been limitations and whatnot. Our wholesale business, yeah, it uh, it dropped like a rock um, down to almost nothing. And our coffee shop uh, is, even as of today, is still closed. But we, we took an advantage there and are actually doing a, a remodel. So we, we are trying to make something good out of a not-so-great situation. Absolutely. And, and Bill, you, um, you know, you're very active on social media and, uh, you know, you've been outspoken about the need to help small businesses and, and help, uh, especially the restaurants, you know, in and around your area, um, making sure that they were able to do takeout at first and then, you know, pushing for, for reopening. Um, do you feel that that was something based on, you know, your, your kind of your following that you wanted to do and, and, and help, you know, help as much as you can? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I know how my social reach can work and being able to, you know, first talk to the restaurant owners and make sure these guys know, hey, 
post as much as possible and I'm going to make sure I share it as much as possible so that, you know, hopefully we can, we can help each other out. But uh, as we got through the process, it became more and more evident that, you know, we needed to get these people back open. Um, otherwise they were, they were going to be looking at losing a restaurants and that was, that was really scary to not only myself, but definitely the restaurant owners. Yeah, and especially down in Red Wing, I think in the last couple of years, you guys have, have done a great job of filling up your downtown and you don't have a lot of vacancies. And a lot of that is, you know, restaurants and, you know, maybe some of the, you know, the, the micro brews and, and your business, things like that, that are, that are thriving and bringing people downtown. So you, you, you don't want to lose that momentum. Is that right? Yeah, it, it really was. You know, Red Wing has been very fortunate through most of this process is that our local community and actually the area supported the restaurants just in an amazing fashion. I mean, I, I was just speechless. I mean, to see how people use takeout, they, they used curbside, they utilized all these options to make sure that these businesses uh, kept it going. I mean, but it also, it took a lot of, posting on social media from these restaurants to make sure these people knew exactly what they were offering, you know, cause that was really the, one of the really only options they had to reach these people at their households. And, and we found that a lot of, uh, a lot of restaurants, you know, maybe weren't, um, they didn't have the right connections with their, their customers. You know, like they, they did a great job when, when people were coming in, they made offer specials, but it was the, you know, whether they had a website list, you know, updating their website to say, we're still open, we're doing takeout or being able to use social media. And it became a skill that a lot of small business owners had to kind of pivot to. Um, was that something that you witnessed as well? You seemed, you seemed already well prepared for that. Yeah, I, I wish on my end, I would have had uh, our online ordering up and running. We were very close uh, I didn't want to add that into the mix <laughs> along with everything else. So we kind of put that off on the shelf and just really focused on making sure that everyone knew how we were going about things, whether it was, you know, the specials we were doing or what other restaurants were doing and just tried to become a community hub for everybody and, and just make sure that, you know, people knew, that, hey, Liberty's up the street is offering delivery or Kelly's across town is offering, you know, curbside and delivery pickup. A lot of these, a lot of these things that they didn't have, you know, the social interaction that, that, uh, that was needed. Do you think, uh, you know, before we shift gears and talk about uh, what you did for uh, high school seniors, do you think being in a, a, you know, a small town, a smaller community where you're a little bit more tight knit helped uh, some of the, especially the restaurants get through this, uh, at least to the extent they have uh, to this point? Uh, I definitely think so. I think you're, you, you had a more captive audience, you know, you, you weren't fighting with a larger population or per se, you know, more competition. Uh, you were, you could really zone in on, you know, your local area and it really worked out well for a lot of these places. And, and like I said, the, the feedback and the support we got going through this was absolutely amazing. It, it really was. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, you wanted to do something for the, the graduating seniors, you know, in, in and around Red Wing who, you know, their, their senior year, uh, has been, uh, very much upended. Uh, I have, uh, uh, I myself have a daughter who just graduated from Elk River high school. And so this, uh, the last few months have been, uh, you know, uh, an experience none of us thought that they would be going through. Uh, but you did something unique by uh, providing free uh, graduation cakes uh, to the seniors in your area. You know, why did you want to do that and how did you come up with the idea? Well, it started myself watching a daily update with the governor. And he had a local business owner that owns Rydell Skates here in town. Actually, it's a production facility of, of figure skating and roller skates. And he was telling his story how, you know, they had to shut the plant down and just was anxious to get it back up and running. And then the governor made some very nice remarks about Red Wing and about, you know, the pride that people have in the town. And it just got me thinking that, you know, these poor kids – uh, you know, not only, you know, our kids lost out, not only the end of the year, but they didn't even have a homecoming because the team they were supposed to take on had to forfeit. So I remember that. So yeah. they just, they just had a, not a very good senior year. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, I, I called, I called our cake decorator at home and I said, look, I got this idea and I want to do free graduation cakes for Red Wing. And we'll do it over the month of May. We'll put it out there and we'll see what happens. And next thing you know, <laughs> uh, I put it out on social media and I got a phone call from, uh, I think it was probably a relative of good you of a good you graduating senior. And the person said, Hey, I want to, I want to make sure that, that the good you kids get cake. So we, uh, put it out on social media the next day. Then we got a phone call from, uh, I believe, I think this was actually a parent of a graduating senior in Cannon Falls. And they, they wanted to take care of Cannon Falls kids. Uh, and then we got a lot of phone calls and <laughs> it just, all of a sudden we had all these towns contacting us, people wondering, wondering how they can, how the week, how we can do this. Uh, and that's where then the logistics came in and it really, you know, it, it just, it went from there. I started to hear from family members, relatives, businesses, uh, graduation committees, community, I mean, just communities in general wanting to know how they could figure out how to do this for their kids. So I started, I started contacting all the schools that were within our, you know, about a half hour, 45 minute radius, which was at that time about 10 schools and started working with them to coordinate the cakes with their graduation plans sure. to make sure that, you know, the kids were going to get the cakes and it was part of their graduation ceremony. Yeah, that, that, that's remarkable. And I think I, I saw a news story where, the last count was like over 1100 cakes that you, you and your team did. Is that about right? Yeah. yeah, we were, we were actually, I think finishing up our last delivery and that would have put us right around like 900 cakes. 
and we got a phone call from South St. Paul, Minnesota, from a business owner who had uh, almost over half of the donation needed to cover cakes to do their whole school from a bunch of basically a whole bunch of businesses heard about it and they wanted to do it for their kids. So they, they kind of got, they kind of got together and we ended up doing their, theirs was our last delivery on uh, June. Oh, was that June 12th? That was our last delivery. And that was our biggest delivery as well. And that was 250 cakes. Oh my gosh. That's so, so you talked about the logistics and, you know, like you're, you know, you're a small business owner. You have, you know, your team, which obviously they, uh, you, you've been, you were able to keep a lot of them, uh, most of them I'm, I'm assuming to be able to help with this project, but, yeah. but you know, you, you know, I'm sure you, you've done a lot of things of scale, but have you ever had to do something of this scale in that period of time before? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> 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 uh, I think the, the the first phone call was actually to the to uh, the people that I get packaging from. Finding the packaging, I know one day I had to run up to Egan to to get more uh, uh, cake mix uh, from um, Pillsbury. Helped us out on, okay. on on some stuff that was absolutely really cool. That Pillsbury uh, found out what we were doing and. They were a very big help to us. So I had to go up and I think get like 12 bags of, of uh, cake mixes to help us get through because uh, we, we ran out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we had, I had to overnight more seven inch cake pans because I think at that time we only had about 80 cake pans. So mm -hmm. I ordered another 120. So we had 200 cake pans. Cause that's, that's how many we could fit in our oven at once was two about 200 cakes. So yeah, it was a lot of scrambling, a lot of phone calls, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of not sleepless nights. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. So, so how did it, how did this work? You know, at first you were going to do, you're going to give these cakes to the high school seniors in Red Wing. As more and more communities came, yep. did they sort of like fundraise in order to, you know, cover your costs on this? Is that is that how it would work? Because like obviously you're not going to be giving away 1,100 cakes. <laughs> yeah. So, well, really, once the first call came in, the you know the, the lady when I was talking to her was, you know, I said, look, I'm not going to charge you retail price for these cakes. So yeah. we sat down at that time. And kind of broke down how much, you know, each cake was going to cost us, um, you know. And then once we added more cakes and then we had, you know, help from, like, say, Pillsbury, we were actually able to bring that price down per cake. And we got to where basically we were saying to cover, you know, ingredients, labor, decorating, delivery, uh, packaging. It was about $15 a cake. And okay. that gave us a little bit of wiggle room, a little bit of wiggle room in case, you know, something came up unexpected. Um, yeah. And also, and, and it also and allowed you the, to the keep best your part, staff, right? Yeah, it, it really did. I mean, we had, before this, I had staff members that were lucky to get 24 hours a week. And all of a sudden this project happens and they're back up to 40 hours, if not more a week. And uh, we, we actually had about five to six people, 
pretty much just dedicated on this project um, for about three weeks. So it really, it was, it, it was, I keep saying it was, it was a win, win and a win on so many levels because it allowed us to keep our staff and give us a project to do. We were able to give kids a memory uh, during a time when they're probably, we're thinking, man, I don't really know if this is going to be a graduation I want to remember. But it also brought communities together, which was, I thought, the overall, the coolest part of all of it was how it was businesses, families, relatives, groups coming together to help get these cakes to these kids. And that, to me, was, I mean, one of the coolest things I got to witness, uh, especially down in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota, which was our farthest uh, destination away. Uh, it, it's an amazing story. And, and so, you know, this, this is one of those things we talk about going viral because you, you've been interviewed all over the country and, and I think internationally at this point for, for this story. Um, you know, it was, that, that must've been, you know, kind of a, a cool experience to, to know that you've, you know, this story has reached well beyond the Minnesota borders. Yeah, it really has. I remember the one day it was after hours and I saw a call come in from British Columbia and I'm like, oh, there's a Canadian call and cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a guy from Vancouver who had uh, seen our story. Um, I think that was either the CNN or Fox News story. And, you know, he just wanted to call and say, awesome job. That's all he wanted to do. And just <laughs> how how it was such a bright bright spot on on a rather not so bright timing. So it was, you know, we've, we've got, we have a wall of thank you cards that we have gotten from all over the United States. Uh, it's just been really cool. And it's really lifted the spirits here at the bakery because, you know, we were at a point where we were about to cut it down to from 42 employees down to six. And we were able to keep it around 25 throughout the whole time so that was that was a really cool spot in time that uh that we were able to do that uh that, no it's 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 amazing and and i think you know it's a it's a testament to your kind of leadership in the community that uh this this came about and so many people wanted to be part of it so i think it's fantastic so yeah it um, it was fun it was fun. <laughs> so with all this attention, are you getting, uh, you know, are people calling you saying they want, uh, they want to order something from you from uh, other States? Uh, has, has that been anything that's happened? Uh, well, we did get that from, we, we did an interview, uh, on Fox news and I have two friends that own, uh, own bakeries in Michigan, uh, cops and donuts. Uh, yes, it's cops that own bakeries. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> great guys, by the way, if you ever see yep. them, they're great guys. And they, they, they got wind. I talked to them the night before that I was going to go on there and they said, well, make sure you have people to answer your phones. And I was like, well, what do you mean? They said, oh, you'll see. <laughs> and, um, it got mentioned that we do coffee cakes here, completely different than the cakes. Yeah. Our phone did not stop ringing for four hours. Wow. Um, they crashed my email and we ended up with close to 300 emails and we shipped close to 200 coffee cakes around the country. So, That's you incredible. know, 
yeah, and so we had we we had a lot of people that did have interest in shipping cakes. We unfortunately told them we do not ship our decorated cakes, uh, but we we were more than happy to ship coffee cakes. Uh, we did that quite well, considering we haven't done a lot of shipping in our out of our bakery. Oh, that's that's a great story. So, as as we get ready to to wrap up, um, you know, what is it? How do, how are things looking now? As you know, the state's in this sort of reopening phase, and uh, you know, restaurants are being able to go back to fifty percent capacity. What is you know? How are you seeing the future right now? You know, I still don't know. Um, you know, we just uh, well, I think it was last weekend was the fifty percent for the restaurants here in Minnesota. I, I did get out, um, myself and a buddy, we went for a cruise and I went and visited a few of, uh, the accounts that we sell to, to see, you know, Hey, how'd the first weekend go? And initially so far, so good, but, um, it's still, I know for a lot of restaurant owners, it's, it's still the, the unknown it's, it's people adjusting to new things. I know, if I look at it personally, you know, you, you definitely can see a difference because there are still people that are very scared and, and, you know, whether it's, it's, it's underlying health conditions and they don't want to leave their houses um, or just, you know, other, other things that go into it, you have to be, you, you have to be cognizant of that and understand that, you know, we, we still here at the bakery, offer curbside we're still going to offer delivery and we're still going to make sure you know we're cleaning we're sanitizing we're doing everything we're supposed to to try to keep everyone as safe as possible um but yeah it's you know i'm hoping that you know six months down the road we're back to where we want to be but it's really it's really an up it's really an unknown thing and uh you know, for a lot of business owners, especially in the restaurant industry, it's, it's, it's scary. It really is. Oh yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's, you know, it's nothing anybody has ever been through before. So it's hard to predict what's, what's going to happen next. And, you know, I, I know we're seeing waves in other states of numbers rising and hopefully in Minnesota and Wisconsin and, you know, our surrounding areas that we're going to continue to see some some lower numbers so that we can get things at least some back to somewhat normal yeah let's hope so i mean it's you know i know we lost a restaurant uh right right almost right across the street from me uh it was a a wine bar wine restaurant a little more high end so obviously it was more difficult for them to do like to go or delivery and things on that nature and the uh, the owners decided that it was done. So there's definitely going to be a lot of a lot of businesses that aren't going to make it through it, and that's going to be the very unfortunate spot. But uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully the ones that do are going to come through it even stronger, though. Yes, absolutely. Well, Bill Hanish, thanks for uh, being part of uh, uh, our story today, and. You know, for all that you've done for the the seniors uh, in in your area, um, it's a it's a remarkable story, and I can't thank you enough for for taking a few minutes to, to chat with us. Yeah, thank you very much. So this has been another episode of our Solutions Exchange podcast. You can find them on 
uh, Apple Media, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and we'll be uh, uh, continuing to do these uh, once a week for the foreseeable future. So thanks. Thanks.